Welcome to Collision Cast, Fender Bender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Steve Bauer, editor for Fender Bender, and with me today is Megan Williams, managing partner and strategist for 3P Marketing. Today, Megan and I will discuss the top marketing trends of 2022 and what your messages should include. Welcome, Megan. I'm excited to have you today. Are you ready to get going? I am. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. So let's talk about uh, what you guys are seeing on your end for the top trends for this year. Yeah. So this year has been um, like a step in the right direction thus far um, compared to, you know, how how hard 2020 was, especially on our shops um, and just the day-to-day operations of how to handle that and get customers in. So in 2022 and for the last six to eight months, we've definitely seen things kind of return more to a normal operating structure. So the thing, the tactics that we are seeing that are really performing well, starting off Google AdWords has been huge for our clients. One of the things that we love about Google AdWords is that that's the only way to ensure that your shop and your website is getting to the top of Google search results. And statistically, the majority of people following an accident, if they don't already have a top of mind shop, they are getting online and Googling a shop to go to. And so being able to put your shop at that number one spot, which also gets the most clicks and the most traction, is really you know where you want to be. Um, the other really cool thing about Google AdWords is that you, each month, whoever is hosting your Google AdWords for you, like a marketing agency, um, should be able to show you how many people directly clicked to call you, as well as how many people clicked to go to your website. So that's definitely a strong uh, marketing tactic. And then secondly, we really like to use geofencing. And I've spoke about geofencing for the last few years, but that's where we put an electronic fence around the roof line of your competitor's shops. And so that way, when people are walking into those shops, it's their location services, which is just running in the background of our cell phones, pings the fence that they're there, and we're then able to start serving them your ads. Um, And what's kind of cool is that when they go home and like, let's say they're on their Wi-Fi network at home, we're then able to serve your ads across any of the other devices that are also connected to the Wi-Fi. So that could be like their work laptop, um, you know, their husband's cell phone and so on. Sure. And then the other cool thing about digital marketing and kind of the way that marketing is going is that everything is trackable. So, you know, we have data for everything and, you know, I'm not a numbers person by any means, but the awesome thing about having the data is that we can make informed decisions. We can see the return that you're getting. Um, and so it's not just like throwing money at the wall and hoping it sticks. Okay. Uh, and can you give me an idea of how many of the customers you deal with actually are using Google AdWords and geofencing now? Yeah. So we have, let's see, I would say at least probably 70% out of all of the body shops that we work with are utilizing both tactics. And what's really smart is if, if your budget allows for it, if you can have multiple tactics running so you know google adwords is a tactic and geofencing potentially some paid facebook advertising when you can bring all those together you're really going to have the best return for your money because you're getting in front of that potential customer wherever they're at you know if they're on social media on facebook and instagram you're hitting them there 
If they're looking on Google, you're hitting them with the Google AdWords. And if they're going into your competitors, then you're going to be able to hit them across the website and apps that they're going on with that geofencing. Okay. Do you find that there's any resistance? You know, a lot of shop owners are older, um, maybe don't see the benefits of digital marketing. Uh, is that something that you guys come across common? And, and how do you over, you know, how do you get over that barrier with them? Yeah. So, of course, there's just some times where you're, you're never going to kind of get over that barrier. Um, and that's just not, you know, the right client, if you will. But there's a lot of shop owners that are okay with giving it the three to six months, which is the minimum. Um, and they're happy with it. So then we've kind of converted them and opened their eyes up to what marketing can be like now. Um, another thing that a lot of shop owners and a lot of just business owners in general have experienced is just being burned by marketing agencies or advertising people in the past. And so we really try to do everything to combat that from happening. And we do that by being, you know, upfront and transparent. Our reporting is very clean and easy to understand um, because we want, you know, the shop owner to understand what they're getting for their money each month. Sure. Uh, and I'm just curious, it's it's still early, we're only in late January, but are you seeing an influx of more people who are taking on, say, Google AdWords or geofencing and adding them to their marketing strategies? Yes. So within the last six months, months, excuse me, um, AdWords has been probably the number one tactic that we've added to existing geofencing campaigns. And so that's why the majority of our body shop owners are running both, um, you know, there's just ways to really make it impactful um, in terms of what keywords you're targeting and just really being smart with what word you're, you know, paying to rank at the top for. Um, you know, the other thing kind of going back to the shop owners that are maybe older, just not interested in maybe looking at new advertising streams is that they are typically very commonly have, have ran on radio or TV, um, which there's just like really no there's no data. We don't know how many people saw it or how many people went to the website coming from that. So it's just kind of throwing that message out there. So like I said, utilizing the reporting and showing what's happening each month is really, really helpful. That's awesome. So are there any other uh, digital marketing strategies besides Google AdWords and geofencing that you see maybe on the horizon that may become more popular as 2022 progresses? Yeah, so definitely the, the number one that comes to mind because we're kind of starting to deal with it more frequently um, is called weather-based targeting. And weather-based targeting is really cool because you can set it up and like let's say there's if a hailstorm hits your area, we've already had it set up and those ads will start serving immediately. You know, and usually when there's like a hailstorm, uh, just coming from my background in the collision repair industry, you know, when there's a hailstorm, you want to be the first shop to get your message out. Sure. So by utilizing weather-based advertising, you can ensure that. And it's also so cool to be able to, you know, send out specific ads when specific weather events happen. So if it was snowing, um, if you had a temperature got below a certain point, you could trigger, you know, like safe winter driving ads or deer hit ads. A lot of different opportunities with it, but definitely think weather-based advertising is going to be kind of the, a next big wave. And uh, just following up on the weather-based uh, advertising, uh, how much of a, um, like you said, a um, 
a lead do, do these owners get when they're using this targeting? How you know? Do they know that the hailstorm is coming? Do they know you know how much uh, has fallen? The kind of damage? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you give me some specifics on what they're actually seeing? Yeah. So kind of how it, how it works is it's a software system that we're able to utilize since we're a marketing agency that allows us to say if there is a certain percentage or more chance that hail is coming you know even if it's a hundred percent chance that hail happened today your ads will go out that day Hmm. um and so one of the common questions we get is like well what's my roi like what's my return going to be and you know i can't guarantee honestly anything because we're telling you how many ads we're going to you know serve for you that month based on you know how much of a campaign package you're running per month and we can show you, tell you kind of an estimate of how many people we're going to get to your website. But at the end of the day, everything we are doing is driving traffic to your website and driving traffic to your door. And then it's up to, you know, your front-end estimators and your CSRs to then close those deals. Excellent. So right now, how many would you, would you give a percentage of how many dealers are actually accessing this, this weather-based targeting? Mm, it's pretty new. So, like, out of the clients we have, I would say maybe 15 to 20%. Okay. Um, and then a lot of them have it slated to kind of incorporate that into their budget within 2022. And have the ones, the 15 to 20%, have they seen a, a good ROI um, based on, you know, having this technology installed? Yes, yeah. So it has been it has been really good. It's kind of a different uh, setup than our normal marketing campaigns, and I and I mean that because normally if we um, you know we're working with a shop, we have agreed upon a budget that they want to spend each month for their marketing, and weather based targeting does not necessarily work like that because if you have a body shop and we're working together, I can set your campaign up and give it a budget, but you know we may we might not have hail for this whole 2022 hypothetically yeah so then that money essentially would just wait until let's say a year from then or whatever what is a month and serve just when those weather events happened versus your other marketing that is happening every single month we have that constant stream of ads and that's also really important because you want to have that like continuity um and staying in front of people because no one knows when they're going to get into a wreck um, and you just want to make sure you have that constant touch point. Okay. And are there certain parts of the country from your clientele that use this? I know it's it's obviously, you said, a very new technology, but is it mostly um, dealers who are in cold weather states or is this something you're seeing nationwide? Yeah. So, so far, the majority of people running it that we're working with are in colder or like the Midwest to some of the like the colder states um but that doesn't mean that that won't change in the future because we do work with clients literally coast to coast and in canada okay and besides weather-based targeting is there anything else that's on the radar for 2022 um just one of the things this isn't a new technology if you will but something that we really love utilizing um, and we've started to do more more lately just because we've had such a good return is if you have video and you can do like a video meaning a 15 second or a 30 second video of your shop and why people want to come to you or should come to you um a great way to put that out there is through something called youtube true view 
Hmm. It's basically the videos that are running before you watch a YouTube video. Um, you know, they're like usually a few seconds long and you can skip the ad after like the first five or six seconds. Right. Now what's great about those YouTube true views is that you're only being charged if it's watched in completion, like a hundred percent. So we are able to get the client or the body shop owner, you know, typically hundreds, if not a few thousand free views for that campaign. So YouTube true view, if you have a short video clip of your shop, that's a great avenue to take. Excellent. Well, I know that's one thing that when I go on YouTube, it's whether if, if you don't like it, you, you have the option to get out of the ad. But if you're interested mm-hmm. in it, that's ex- absolutely a great benefit for the dealers because, they yeah, like you said, they're getting a free view. Um, and if people want to, to pass it, it doesn't cost them a dime, correct? Yep, correct. Excellent. Well, you have given me a ton of information today. Uh, it seems like 2022 is shaping up to be a, a very uh, interesting year for uh, marketing uh, technology. Um, I just want to make sure, is there anything else that we haven't covered today that you think is important for dealers to know? Mm-hmm. I think that is it really. Just no matter what type of advertising or marketing that you're doing, just make sure that your ads or what you're putting out there are really talking about, you know, your value propositions. What sets your shop apart? Certifications, advanced training for the safest repair is really a good way to kind of frame that because in layman's terms, you know, people don't know typically a lot about, you know, OEM certifications and all of that. People understand the safest repairs, and they understand advanced training. So that's some good um, tips on language to use. Okay. Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for joining me today. I appreciate your time. And I want to, once again, uh, I want to let people know that they can reach the podcast on FenderBender.com. And again, Megan, thanks for joining us today. I'm Steve Bauer with Fender Bender, and this was Collision Cast.